Got Your Ears On is brought to you by Tactical Legion Knives. Live from the campus of Top Radio, under the direction of Guido, Scoot, and Johnson, it's the pride of podcasting. It's Got Your Ears On. All right, everybody. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Got Your Ears On. We're back. Guido's here along with Scoot. Hey there. And Johnson. Yeah, we are back, Guido. How you been? I'm, uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a few weeks. We took a couple weeks off. It's exhausting. Like for those of you that do uh, podcasting and follow WVU, it's just been a long, you know, whatever, 10 months. And so it's it was nice to take a little bit of a break since August and yeah. have a couple weeks off and regroup. Not not a ton has happened. I mean, now I mean, your wife tried to poison you. Yes. I mean, just as an aside, as a quick aside. I did last week. We were going to do a show, and then uh, my lovely wife, who I've been married to for 15 years, decided to try to poison me with some old cheese. I noticed you just gave a little side eye before you said anything. Then. Yeah, you kind of gave a little like, "Is she in <laughs> earshot?" Blink twice is, is, if you're. I'm safe. I'm safe. I'm safe. You are like Rasputin. Um, you're back. I'm back. It was a little sketchy. There was a there was a little touch and go there for for a, for a bit. I don't think there was anything intentional, but either either way, it was bad. All I can say, folks, is. If you haven't cleaned out your refrigerator, do so before your wife puts together a charcuterie plate because it could be bad news. <laughs> uh, but even at that, even with me being uh, tremendously ill last week and then we did a best of show the week before, uh, not a ton has happened, guys. Like there hasn't been a lot of action no. with the basketball team and uh, these players that are either coming or going. And I don't know. I, I mean, I, I thought, you know, I know that I think it's like a June 1st cutoff date where they have to finalize if they are going to stay in the NBA draft or are not. I think that it's kind of interesting that it's taking these guys this long to suss out these uh, decisions. Yeah, and I think that's pretty much the story that everyone like us, everyone that are big fans are waiting on, right, Scoot? I mean, it's that that stuff came out we were on it hot and heavy and now it's sort of like the waiting game but i guess stuff's going to be moving pretty soon cuz i think you're right we do i think the 1st of june is when we probably will have some answers uh i'll take the old curmudgeony feeling guy and go with uh i don't like it because now we are you don't like the timeline you don't, I don't like, like the, the... Ti- i don't like the timeline i don't like the fact that we're sitting here waiting on uh 18 to 22 year olds to make up a decision, you know, as to whether or not they're going to return to the school that we all love, uh, when it would be a no brainer for us. Like, I I think that, uh, you or I, or Guido, we could get a pretty good feel for our abilities and how our season went. And then I'm sure that you hear some feedback throughout, you know, the, the playing year, the playing season. Um, you know, I think you have to be realistic with, with yourself. So if you're uh, Sean McNeil, you probably feel like, you know what? I can create my own shot to an extent. Uh, I can get, I've got a quick release. Um, I've got uh, endless range. But do I play defense all that well? That's probably my weakest area. Do you think they'll do their decisions like gender reveals? We I, talked we talked gender reveals <laughs> gone bad like on our last show before the little break. Well, it's do you all, think they'll do you think they'll do like they'll do like a reveal if it explodes gold, then they're coming back? Is it is it LeBron? I I don't know. We didn't have this kind of like 
anticipation for decision making until LeBron decided to take his talents to South Beach. Oh, I don't know. Right. That, I don't so, know that I would blame LeBron for. I'm this, not going to blame LeBron. But, no, but Scoot's right, though. That's about the time that it really started getting like this, where it became like an ordeal. And and think about it for a second, Johnson. Like when we were in college and we followed those players back then, like those decisions, these decisions to go to the NBA or these decisions to move on from the school were all made, you know, right at the end, if not prior to the end of the season. I liked it back when you could say, oh, he's not signing an agent, then he's probably coming back. Now it's like, well, I don't even know. Like you don't, you can sign with an agent, but I think you can still come back. I mean, it's just yeah, it is interesting that it seems to get like this microscope now, doesn't it? Like it stuff that probably went on, and we didn't even know about it. To your point, Guido, and now it's like everything gets the spotlight shown on it, and social media is there to kind of trumpet. Well, and then you get, uh, and it and it carries over into other sports, not just basketball, like Darnell Wright, who is tweeting out like uh, mysterious texts or tweets trying to get people to think that maybe he is going to transfer. So now all of a sudden Darnell Wright's got, uh, I don't know, 1.8 million people. Well, tell me, tell me, and I know what you're, you're right. I know what you're talking about. It's like, it's like almost like yanking people, like yeah. yanking two million yanking people's cha- chains. Right. Just right. to do it. And then he, right. like he had right. no intentions of transferring, no. but he just well, wanted to see if he could get people to, but yeah, no, I, you're, well, you're and right. it is, it is in your right, Scooty, because it is like about how many followers did he probably pick up over sure. the whatever 48 hour period where he was, he did that, you know? Well, Scoot, tell me, give me an update though. Tell, and maybe we can all three do this. Tell me who you think is coming back. Give me some prognostication. Miles McBride. That's a no. He's gone. Gone. Okay. Gone. Derek Culver. Gone. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Tasmanian. I'm going to say he's gone. I'm going to say he's yeah. gone. Should okay. he be gone? No, but I'm going to say he's gone. Hot boy? I'm going to say McNeil goes. Really? Wow. I think McNeil you goes. Goes. You're saying You're saying we go 0 for 4. I think they all go. Wow. And, and the reason I say wow. that, and it's ridiculous, my reasoning is kind of ridiculous. I, <laughs> I base a lot of mine on his roommate situation. His two roommates okay. are gone. Yeah, okay. Right. They yeah, both have transferred you. out. Right. I don't okay. know who made the first choice. Like, I don't know if McNeil decided, hey, you know what, I'm going. And those two guys said, you know what, we're not, st-, you know, I'm sure McCabe thought I'm not getting playing time. Uh, I don't know what Emmett thought. So they decided to go because, you know, they're not coming back together. I, I don't know. I don't, I just don't feel like, not that I don't feel like McNeil can stay in a place by himself. He's he's old enough. He probably can. Now, before, before Guido, Scoot, are you saying, do you think, Sean doesn't like let's say he doesn't go pro you still think he doesn't come back correct I think he'll go pro I don't know that he'll go NBA but I think he goes right okay Guido what do you think well I mean I'm not far off from from Scooty's thought process I mean I think that I agree with everything I think that you know obviously Culver's gone I I think McBride who last time I looked was looking at a late first mid to late first round draft pick in the NBA I think he goes I think Taz goes, and that's just because Taz has played college ball for a long, long time. And I think Taz decides, listen, I can go to Europe or wherever and and get paid to play. I think where Scoot's wrong is I think Sean McNeil does come back. I think I think Sean McNeil is looking at it now as an opportunity to come back and be the leader, the guy on on a team that has had a lot of problems losing people in the offseason. 
you know, I think it gives him he's if if Sean McNeil comes back at this at this point, he's guaranteed the two spot. He's gonna get tons of shots. I don't see why he would try to go play European basketball where he could build his stock and get that outside shot at, you know, the NBA or G League next year. So my question is if if all these guys have all decided to go, why doesn't he not just say, you know what? WVU needs me. I'm going to I'm just going to tell people I'm coming back. I hear you. I mean, I don't that's where that's the part that kind of boggles my mind at this point that it's been a month of like silence. Yeah, it's been a month. Yeah, I mean, it's been over a month since the last guy said they're leaving. Yeah. So he knows if he comes back, he's the man. Yeah, right. So why not just say you're coming back if you're not coming, you know, if you're coming back? Uh, that's a good point. Would you call it would you call it hot boy summer? It could be a hot boy summer. And I will tell you like, Scoot, you're not I mean, I, I, and like I agree with you. I feel like we've become like the negative West Virginia University sports podcast because you listen to everybody else out there talking, and they're all like, "Oh, everybody's coming back. Deuce is coming back, and Taz is coming back, and it's going to be a comeback festival." No way, Deuce comes. I back. I agree with you. Like, I don't think Deuce comes back. Why would Deuce come back? I don't think he, he's not coming back to much. What do you think, Johnson? Well, you and I are probably on the same page, Guido, because I I think that because of such a favorable draft stock i i find it increasingly hard to believe i i don't see how deuce comes back i i just don't, I don't see either. how he comes back at all Derek culver i mean given that he signed his who did he sign his contract with miguel uh, Tejada or something? cervantes uh Tejada? Uh, anyway i i think because of that I mean, he's long gone. I mean, that that all I feel like is water under. I don't see how that would reverse course. I think Taz Guido pretty much took the words out of my mouth. I just think, I just think Taz is ready to go do the next thing. I mean, I don't, and that's not you know, I'm not negative on Taz at all. I just think he's like Guido said, he's been around, he's been to a couple places. I think for him, he's probably just ready to go start the next phase of his basketball career. So I don't. I find it hard to believe that he would be coming back either. I, that leaves me with, uh, with Sean McNeil, and I think he does come back. I think it's I think it's cool that he tested the waters and got some info, but I just think ultimately he comes back and and has another really solid, probably outstanding shooting guard year at WVU. Let me ask you this question. I know it probably doesn't matter, but I'll ask it anyway. I think they've all graduated. Does that matter? Uh, that's a fair. I don't question. think it matters. I, I mean because. It, I don't think it matters to people playing collegiate sports anymore. Like they're going to use that graduate year. They're going to use that, you know, (laughs) they're going for their post doctorate and they're going to get their year of eligibility. I just don't think it weighs in as much as we might think it does. Right. I don't, I don't think it does either. Scoot. There's, you know, there's not a lot of, there hasn't been a lot out of WVU this off season about what's happening with the team or any, anything going like, I will say that, in the weird like ESPN 2022 bracketology stuff that they've already started, WVU has taken a hit. You know, they started pretty high as like a four seed. Then they dropped to a six seed. Now they're all the way down to an eighth seed in bracketology for 2022. And it's just on this, like it's on this dive. It's like, it's a market crash. Well, to quote Scoot from like two shows ago, how are they even, we don't even know who's going to be on the team. Like, how are they even doing that? Like like, Gabe right now might be supplying your offense. And you've seen what that looks like. (laughs) 
<laughs> we don't have an offensive player. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not a pretty scene. I mean, I, I'm hoping, I mean, we'll have some clarity here in the next two weeks, and I know that we are talking about having friend of the podcast, Brett Solheim, back on to talk a little bit about offseason and what's happening with basketball here in the summer, but it's it's a rough go at it right now for WVU hoops and what's going to happen in the future. What if all four of these guys just came back? What if they all? What if they all just came back? You know what? Well, I mean, I think the Derek. I think the a hundred percent the Derek ship has sailed. Like Culver's not coming back. That that's done. Like there's no like he might come back. He's not. So. I just think it's an interesting like this whole seeding and projecting for next year. Like it would just be funny to me if all of a sudden like it would. We could see how fickle these guys that like do these projections are. If, yeah, right. If like three of these four guys come back and they're like, "Oh, WVU is now on the two line or something." You know? I will tell you guys, and this is going to be this is like a scoot comment coming out of my mouth. I feel like I'm 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 going to make a scoot com- scoot comment alert. I will set my hair on fire oh. live on oh. Twitch if those three guys come back. Oh. If Deuce Taz. And and McNeil come back. Like I will, we will do. I'll do something. Deuce, Taz, and McNeil. If Deuce, Taz, and McNeil come back, R- I will set my hair. R.I.P. Guido's follicles. This is oh, your yeah. your R- hair. All three of them. This could be interesting because your hair is like a Brillo pad. <laughs> so it would be very interesting. Fire. <laughs> Got that Italian curl going it on. It would be like on Home Alone when they set. Yes, you'd be like uh, Harry and Marv there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just that's how confident I am that it's not going to happen. Right. That they're not all oh, three. Man, I can't back. wait to see this. He just upped the ante. Scoot. I cannot wait <laughs> I to see do. this. If you're listening, if, yeah, right now, you know, you know, Deuce McBride and Tash Sherman and Sean McNeil are listening, going, "Well, we got to come back now. We got to see this dude set his hand <laughs> on fire." I made sure that you said Deuce, Taz, and McNeil because if you had said Culver, I would have said, "Come on." No. Yeah, right. Everything. But because you said those three, I'm interested. I'm pulling for him. I may make some phone calls. <laughs> um, well, let's move on to some summer basketball. You know, the AAU of college now, it appears to be. The TBT is coming back for, I think it's third or fourth season. Uh, yeah. And Best Virginia is coming back. Some big names have joined uh, since we last talked, guys. Not only has Sags joined, but so has Jay Sean Page. Like, two big former Mountaineers come into play with... Deshaun, John Flowers, Kevin Jones, and the crew. Um, it's kind of cool. Yeah, and I thought Scoot Jonathan Holton joined the mix as well. I think that's yeah. super cool. Um, it's really in- – I mean, they're deep now. They're super deep. Can they try to mimic uh, Press Virginia with Jonathan Holton? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I it would make sense. He, he was the main cog. I'll, bl- I'll say this. I know we all talk about Javon. We talk about Dax and Tariq as being a big part of, of Press Virginia. For me, because they were, because <laughs> they were, Jonathan. Yeah, Holton. I mean, he manned the baseline. He then there's and, no press Virginia. Well, he and Nate Adrian manned the baseline on the press about as well as you could ever man the baseline on a press. No, I, so I think he's he was it, and we haven't been able to mimic that. We've no. had guards, we just couldn't do it with without yeah. that guy. Right. It'll be it'll be interesting. I mean, you know, you look at and like, listen, I love these guys. I'm excited to watch them play. But keep in mind, like some of these guys are four or five years out of college. You know, you lose a step or two. That press becomes a little bit more challenging when you're not as quick as you used to be. Do you think Pitts Noggles ticked off that he's not been invited? I, I don't I don't know. I mean, he wasn't part of that crew. That's the difference is that, you know, you had 
you know, a lot of these guys have that like interconnecting, interwoven Bob Huggins connection. You know, if Warren Baker wants to play, how do they tell him no? <laughs> if, what are you going to be like? If Hot Rod Hundley wants to play, <laughs> are they going to let him be on the team? Like, like is like, there? I, I just want you know, like, is it like uh, invite only? Is it like uh, they open it up and? I think it's a little bit of that. I mean, do I'm, you tell Warren Baker he can't be on the team? You gonna tell you gonna tell Jerry West he can't be on the team? I'm sorry, Jerry, you're too old. I mean, I guess technically Hugs could play. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could be like a player manager. Yeah, right. He he right. would be like a Tree Rollins, like a Pete Rose of sorts. <laughs> so TBT starts in July. It's going to be on ESPN, and they're playing Johnson in Charleston that first round or however they're doing it. I'm not even sure. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it'll definitely draw a crowd. I bet I wouldn't be surprised if they pack the house for that. I mean, it's like an awesome, awesome chance to get to see some folks that you haven't seen in a while. I do believe, I, I think I saw a tweet from John Flowers that he had tried to get uh, – Ott Elmore. Ott Elmore, yeah. At one I saw point. that too. Yeah. Well, and there's been there's been some good banter between Heard That and Best Virginia, which I think is cool. Because um, Ott even said, like, you know, they were trying to recruit some guys that were WVU alumni just to, you know, just to, like, yeah. get under our skin. So, I mean, I, I think that's cool, and I think it's probably going to make for – like some good games if they if they who do you think is the first trader what what wvu player would join the herd didn't williams join he, a different team yeah he did devin williams left us for like uh cash money or whatever that, yeah right floyd mayweather's team i think this is a team guido that could overcome the awfulness of the charleston civic center to actually pack that like if there's something that could tip the balance of the crappiness of the charleston civic center it might be this team Why? to draw a crowd now listen i'm going to ask you two you both are native sort of native west virginians sort of um sort of. anyway That's i'm going to i'm going to ask you two guys <laughs> uh those seats at the charleston civic center yeah i've lived here for 20 years 20 plus right. years uh they i think are the same as what you probably grew up with probably the rainbow colored uh mildly to moderately stained yeah uh plastic crappy seats sure like right they've redone have you been to the civic center lately no it's it's uh totally redone on the outside like oh, okay. it's super, I won't say super modern, but it's a, it is a modern looking facility for everything except the inside of the arena. So you're describing like a fancy trash can. It is. It's amazing on the outside. You go in like your lobby area. Fancy trash can. Well, I mean, that's what it feels like you're trying to tell me. We're going to like... call it that all TBT. We're going to be like, okay, <laughs> Best Virginia <laughs> is playing this weekend in the fancy trash can in Charleston against Heard That or whatever. It's like uh, 40 feet open glass. I mean, it's. It's really nice. You walk in, you're like, this is great. I can't wait to see what they've done on the inside. And they've done nothing. 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 Oh, nothing. it's the same. Oh, you mean I still have to pee in a well, trough? I think I think the TBT, okay. I think if they, it, you know, depending on what they decide to do with allowing fans, which it sounds like they're going to, I think there'll be a good turnout. Because that's a great team to watch. I mean, yeah. you're, you're looking at, it's like, and here's the cool thing about it. Like, it is, if for the last, whatever, decade or so, a WVU 
all-star team. You know, you've got Deshaun Butler, John Flowers, Kevin Jones, Tariq Phillip, Juwan Staten, Nate Adrian, Sagambaugh Kanate, you know, Tevin Myers, Jonathan Holton, Jay Sean Page now. Like, it'll be fun to like, oh, at least yeah. see those guys play. Those are all guys who were starters and big names, uh, you know, in the Coliseum. Totally agree. So I think it'll be I think it'll be a good time. In other WVU basketball news, we just should say this real quick, and I don't know how excited or not excited we are about this. The Charleston Classic, which it, it's a classic, which is exciting over Thanksgiving or just before Thanksgiving. You guys what we're gonna do play. love a classic. Like even when it's not a classic, you end up calling it a classic. You guys love a classic. Everything's a classic now. I mean, it is just a classic. The Charleston Classic has uh, revealed their tournament field, um, and it's not that bad. I think it's pretty good. I mean, I'm excited about the Shaka Smart Marquette team. Like, I think we knew that going into it. Um, but you got St. Bonaventure, which is, that's kind of cool. That's kind of fun. Yeah, and if you're if you're old like us, Guido, St. Bonaventure is kind of cool because there's yeah, an old— Yeah, having St. Bonnie's there is going to be a good yeah, time because I mean, it's like that old Big East— Yeah, like, that's yeah, an old A-10, the old A-10 tie-in. And they're actually—I mean, I think— I was just reading the recap. They're ranked number fifteen in you know for the upcoming season. Shaka Smart, you mentioned, is now at Marquette. Clemson's on the list. Um, you know, I, Scoot. I don't know what you think about when you think Clemson basketball, but they've actually. I think of uh, Oliver. Well, Pernod. they've had you know they've been in the NC tournament the last couple seasons. Boise State and Ole Miss. I think they were NIT teams last year. Temple. Um, I think they won the Charleston Classic a couple years ago. And then this one's odd to me, though, Guido Elon. But isn't Elon like one of those teams where it's like every couple of years they play into the NCAA tournament well, and you're like, oh. They're near like, me in North Carolina here somewhere, and I think they're a private school. It just To me, it's like we need one more team, and Elon happened to be walking by. And maybe they they're like, the hey, Chaminade. The Shamanade yeah, of the Charleston kind, it's Classic. It's kind of odd to me. But anyway, it's it's an interesting field. I think it'll be fun. I love these kind of Thanksgiving tournaments. So I think it's cool. It is one of my favorite. I mean, I feel like uh, college basketball has two exciting times for me, and it's these weird like preseason tournaments, and then it's obviously you know March Madness and all of that. Like everything else in between is like super stressful, but those two times are like really fun. Like anything from like December 1st to, you know, the 1st of, of <laughs> April was like, oh my God, that I is hate actually this. A good I got to watch it, like, but I hate I it. I never miss a game, but it is ridiculously stressful. <laughs> right? Uh, I'm going to say this, and I think it's um, indicative of the team that we expect to have. And I say that because. If you looked at last year's pre-Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving week tournament, the original tournament that we were in was the Battle for Atlantis, right. which typically plays with all of the top teams in yes. the country, right. you know, and throw in a couple of like weird other teams yeah, that are just majors. power five, yeah, decent mid majors or decent power, yeah, or yeah. power fives that just aren't aren't great. This one, like the highlight is. Us. St. Bonaventure? Well, it's really, us, I really. think it's really us. Yeah. And so that tells me that Hugs probably knew, because this is stuff is all decided way before the season's even over, but Hugs probably had a feel for who might be coming back, who, who what kind of team he was going to have. Right. And because otherwise, why wouldn't you try to get into one of those other showcase type tournaments like, a, you know, a yeah. Maui Classic or a. Um, battle for Atlantis, or because that ended up being our bad boy mowers out in the middle of a freaking <laughs> yes, prairie. Right. 
Welcome to the South Dakota. Like, (laughs) what the heck? That is like. Weren't we at the Pentagon? The Pentagon. Isn't that what they called it? Yes. It's the only venue that's ever retweeted our podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, you know what? We love those guys. (laughs) We love the Pentagon. We love the Stanford Pentagon because it retweeted our podcast, randomly retweeted our podcast. Unlike our own university, which we've repeatedly tried to help and goodwill, they've completely shut us down. We'll have the random, anyway. the random Midwest <laughs> venue retweet us. Uh, so football, guys, is going to happen. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be full stadiums. <laughs> it sounds. So they're saying there will be a team <laughs> there, this year. There will be football. There will be a team. There's going to be full stadiums. You know, not much has happened. I know that there's been some chatter about Deshaun Crawford, who was a four-star recruit that played at Virginia Tech, maybe transferring to WVU. He entered a transfer portal. He said that WVU was one of the places he'd like to go. You know, that hasn't hasn't come. Sounds a lot like Darnell Wright. No, it might. And you know what it might be. I'm with you, Scoot, because these guys tweet out something, and then, you know, what do you believe? Were we in his top 16 (laughs) choices? Yeah, right. They like to do that. I've narrowed it down to 16. With all the graphics on the tweet? I like yeah, this. yeah, yeah! All the logos. I think yeah. my favorite thing, though, in the last two weeks has come out about football is uh, Fox Bet came out with their Big Twelve conference odds. Their their you know their Big Twelve championship odds. Scoot, where before you say that, Guido? Scoot, where where Scoot? Where do you think before we give you the big reveal? Where do you think WVU falls oh, on the Fox teams. Bet odds? Like just in order of rank, where do you think they fall in the list Ooh, of teams? Ten teams. Yeah, one, uh, one through ten. Yes. I'm gonna say we are eighth. Really? Really? Yep. You're really locked yep. into this four and eight season, he, aren't you? He is not. Yes. He is four and eight all the way. Like I think we should get T-shirts made that were like <laughs> like something about like anti-Scooty <laughs> T-shirts. I mean. So no, you know what's gonna say four and eight, and on the back it's gonna have me kicked up by a fire, <laughs> or like a, a fire <laughs> ring with a camp. tent. Yeah, base camp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, Guido, tell tell him tell him what Foxbet thinks then. Foxbet has him fifth, fifth in the conference right there. Uh, Oklahoma, Iowa State, Texas, and Oklahoma State above them. Below them is Kansas State, TCU, Baylor, Texas Tech, and Kansas. Kansas's odds, by the way, of winning the Big 12 is hilarious. It is kind of it's, comical. It's they're like plus 30,000 to win the. It's like. But it's funny because it's like Baylor plus 4,000. Yeah. Yeah. Every other team has to like die in like a fiery accent, <laughs> accident in order for Kansas Everyone to be able to win. Everyone else is like kind of like we're 2,500, Kansas State 3,000, Baylor 4,000. Yeah. Kansas right. 30,000 to 30, one 000. odds. Like nothing. Like even if <laughs> even if COVID reoccurred, they're like, nah, Kansas still no. out of it. They're not in the running. Yeah. I think going from the bottom up to us, I think it'll be Kansas, dead last. Then either one of Texas Tech or Kansas State. Okay. Then us. Then the other. I And then TCU, Baylor. I think they all have a better record than us. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we're picked right in the middle of the pack right now, which is – about where I thought we would fall, maybe a little higher. Yeah, to me, this was really like, you know, there wasn't any really big reveal when I read this list, Guido, because you, you feel like that's kind of where we are right now. I mean, I don't right. feel like, I you know, I feel like we're pretty dead middle, middle of the, the pack. pack. Yeah. I watched a, an interview 
like it was like a one minute interview. I don't know if it was on uh, WVU's homepage, something with Twitter, maybe. It was of Goose Crowder. Okay. And they kind of gave him like, uh, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite food? I'm a Goose fan. I'm on. I, I listen. I'll ride with Goose. Why? Let me get because he said something about macaroni and cheese or something. No, he did. He saw. He likes a stuffed crust oh, okay. pizza. Well, I do too. But okay. right. uh, I never had one until he said he liked it, and I had one this weekend. Wait, and I a, like minute, it. wait a minute! You yeah, never yeah, had wait. one before. You, you, no, never it's had 2021, and you're finally having a stuffed crust pizza. Yeah, I tried it because of Goose Crowder, and you're being motivated to do so by the third string quarterback of None WVU. None of this makes That's any it. sense. No. Yeah, I thought. You know what? I want to give that a try. If Goose likes <laughs> it, why is can't so I? Weird. You're messed up. And uh, he said that uh, he got called Goose because of Top Gun. Wow, that's that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, we are Top Gun fans. I, I don't does, know if he looks like know, Goose. So he kind of does look like Goose. Does he know what happens to Goose in Top Gun? <laughs> uh, it was a not flat a good, spin. Not a good he was in a flat it was a flat spin. spin. Yeah. It wasn't his fault. No, he was. He got caught right. in the wake. Uh, so we'll see what happens with the WVU football team. Still a couple months to decide. They're in a, they're on a break right now. They're on a break. WVU is so. <laughs> we'll see what happens. In other news, WVU baseball Johnson not fared well this season. It's been a tough. Happy belated birthday, by the way, to Randy Maisie. Uh, just celebrated his birthday as they went to Texas. And uh, they they did have a nice big win in Texas. Well, upset Texas in the I, first game. I think you know how your season's going when you go on a six game winning streak and you're on fire to get back to 500. Right. I think that's how you know it's been a slog of a season. Now, I thought the beating the Longhorns last weekend was amazing. I mean, that was a great win. But I finish out. 23 and 25 and Guido the real eyesore is 8 and 16 in conference but in I mean look this conference is a buzzsaw we knew that coming in I mean this this conference is just a killer of a baseball conference it is a tough baseball conference well you know, and sure. you got to think WVU 2 years ago had six guys drafted into yeah, major league right. baseball like that's never happened and the chances of you replacing six guys within two years last year's season didn't really happen. So you replacing six yeah. guys of that caliber, good luck right. doing that. Right. You know, like it's right. and it's pitching. The pitching is where, where it really bit us. I think the offense was uh at times on par with what we've seen in the past, but the the pitching, um, we had some struggles. Well, and I think that, you know, again, uh, and we going into it. I mean, we knew that you know you have teams like Texas Tech and Texas and Oklahoma State. Like these are baseball powerhouses and have been for years in D one baseball. And so it's kind of hard for you know WVU to you know come into this conference and perform well when you're playing against teams that are perennially ranked you know in the NCAA top twenty five. I think they'll be back there. I just think Scoop makes a good point. Like you lost, you had. A wonderful season, what, two seasons ago you host the regional. I mean, that was an amazing ride. You you graduate, lose to the draft, whatever, you know, a ton of talent. I mean, Alec Manoa is killing it right now in the, what, he's with uh, Buffalo? Triple A. I mean, he's, yeah, he's with Buffalo and he's going to get called up. He's, he's the, he's, 
the number one pitcher in in minor league baseball right now. He's three and zero. He has what? What is his? I mean, I was just looking at his stats the other day. Right, it's like now. a point five three ERA. I yeah, think. he's killing it. So I, I mean, I think they'll be back. It's just I'm not surprised that this season was a slog. What I am surprised is that uh, guys with your kind of knowledge did not pick him up in fantasy well, baseball. <laughs> we did not. You, we, I saw yeah. you picked him up in fantasy yes. baseball this week. I did see that. That is correct. Uh, but you know it's a tough it's a tough road you know in that conference. And good news, by the way, for the Maisie family, we should say this: Weston Maisie rejoined the team this weekend in Texas on the road trip, and it was really great to see him there. He's, he's you know it's it's from his accident that he had a couple weeks ago, all the way through all of the he's been in the Atlanta area for a few months. We retweeted out a great story um, that they did on the news in Atlanta about Weston and his recovery and then the hashtag team whammer stuff that's going on so definitely check that out um but really awesome for the Maisie family for amanda and randy to have weston back you know it, with them move coming back to west virginia and being able to uh, to be healthy again so so awesome awesome for him and then other uh wvu stuff well we just said it we talked about alex manoa who is performing awesome in the minor leagues for uh, Toronto. And I think, I mean, we are days away from him being called up and playing. And then on top of that, guys, John Means, former WVU pitcher, threw a no-hitter earlier in the month for the Baltimore Orioles, which is awesome. I mean, pitching out of WVU into the major leagues has been pretty awesome the last couple of yeah, years. Yeah, I mean, that was right at the beginning of uh, of our break. I mean, that, that was amazing. He got some just terrific pub two Guido, I know as an Orioles fan, you were over the moon for that. And Scoot, oh, by the way, he's on my fantasy team. So I reaped the rewards of that as well. It was a great, a great, a great thing. He's having a great season. The bottom line is we are great West Virginia fans. Guido is not. So there it is. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't have any West Virginia players in my fa- how many? How many former Mountaineers? Yeah, you got none. I don't have any more. If you were a real man, you'd pick up uh, Ryan yeah, McBroom. Yeah, come on. I could. Yeah, right. Okay. Or Jed Jerko. Maybe. Maybe I could. Um, So anyways, those are a bunch of great – we just kind of went through a bunch of WVU stuff right there. Um, We're going to be back in a few weeks and talking more about what's happening with the basketball team and how that is going to affect us next season. But what we're going to do now is we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back with the number one game show on a West Virginia University sports podcast. It's a little game we like to call Bluff the Fluff. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Got – your ears on. Vortec Knives is a West Virginia-owned and operated company specializing in high-quality steel, fast-opening, everyday carrying knives. If you go to VortecKnives.com today and use the code G-Y-E-O, you get a 25% discount on your entire order. That's Vortec, V-O-R-T-E-K, Knives.com, a West Virginia-owned and operated company specializing in fast-opening, high-quality, everyday carry knives. Vortec Knives. All right, everybody, welcome back to Got Your Ears on Guido here along with Scoot and Johnson. Don't forget, check us out on the social media. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter. Just look for us at Got Your Ears. You can also search for us on Facebook. We're there, too. Just look uh, for Got Your Ears on. So you guys know it's been voted 
every year as the number one game show on a West Virginia University sports podcast, and it's back again. It's doing great. Scooty has the lead, seven games to six over Johnson right now. It's a little game we like to call Bluff the Fluff. Scoot, feeling good after the win last time, right? Feeling loose. Feeling loose. Feeling loose. Feeling loose. The scoot is loose. Man, it's neck and neck. It is neck and neck. It's been neck and neck all season. You guys have been going back and forth all season. And uh and Scoot had a nice had a nice win last time. But this time, guys, it's time to change it up. We left the WVU realm. We're going back to something maybe, you know, you guys are a little yeah, more comfortable baby. with. I feel like this topic this week is one of those things where Johnson knows a lot about it and Scooty knows a lot about it. So I'm 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 pretty I'm pretty uh, confident that it's going to be a pretty neck and neck battle this week. We're going to do everything about fast food chicken sandwiches this week. <laughs> oh man, I feel I feel like Johnson's got me beat here. This is like his wheelhouse. This is so weird. Burger King released a brand new chicken sandwich. I guess I never knew this until I I read uh, some internets this week that there are chicken sandwich wars between all the fast food places now, and they're all trying to come back with the best chicken sandwich. So uh, so it's like a thing. And so a Burger King released a new one, and it was all the news. And then KFC has new chicken. I don't know. But anyways, I thought you know Johnson, a big fan, right, Scooty, of the chicken sandwich. Oh, note noted fan noted fan of chicken sandwiches by you guys <laughs> and and scooty food you know aficionado that you are you know a lot about fast food and whatnot i like food that's fast <laughs> yes <laughs> it's true i'm not waiting around i feel like we're pretty you know neck and neck here so i'm a man on schedule johnson stop laughing <laughs> he likes the food when it's fast I like my food oh, hey, i got time hey nobody got time for that that's right nobody got time for that <laughs> So uh, don't forget, folks, a correct answer is worth five points. A steal is worth 10 points. And final bluff is worth 25 points. Before we started, we had a complete and total random flip of the coin. And Scooty, you came out on top this week. I know my food, so I'm, I'm ready. All right, Scoot, here we go. So first question, Bluff the Fluff, number one game show on a West Virginia University sports podcast. First question is to you. So Chick-fil-A is known for their chicken sandwiches. But how many different chicken sandwiches do they offer on their menu, including breakfast? Is it mm. three, six, nine, or 12? Uh, I'm going to say three. Okay. I'm sorry. That's incorrect. It is not three. Johnson, for 10 points in the steal, is it six, nine, or 12? Nine feels too many so I, hold on wait a minute close your eyes what? for a second johnson and picture the Just menu. close your eyes is that what you're asking yes because i know you've got i know you've got it there i know you've got it memorized <laughs> son <laughs> i'm gonna go with six guido oh no. i'm sorry oh my that, that cuts deep that's a that, deep cut there are six regular chicken sandwiches during uh whatever lunch dinner time right. and there are three breakfast chicken sandwiches oh i actually three. didn't know that <laughs> three breakfast chicken sandwiches at chick-fil-a i don't eat chicken for breakfast i mean unless it's in the egg form yeah right? I, so. I don't do that scoot you scoot you ever get a chicken sandwich for breakfast uh no 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 i've never had no. well and i'm assuming had they have like a for... chicken biscuit and they have like uh i guess they have multiple I don't types i've never had chicken for yeah breakfast. i think they have multiple chicken biscuit things i mean you've had eggs oh, that's a chicken yeah right 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 yes right <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Nobody gets any points right there. Johnson, this next question is back to you. Checkers is a fast food chain located in 28 states, including one in West Virginia, by the way. What is the name of the fried chicken sandwich at Checkers? Is it the Crispy Witch, the Mother Cruncher, the Chicken Fryer, or the Fried Chicken Sandwich? Oh, man. One seems like you made it up. Um, well, there are three that I made up, by the way. <laughs> yeah, but one sounds like you were really laying it on thick, which I always okay. like it when you, it's funny when you do that. Anyway, I'm going to go with the, what was C? What was my option C? The chicken fryer. Yeah, let's go with the C. chicken fryer. Oh, my I'm God. So, I'm sorry, me. that's incorrect. Scoot for 10 points in the steal. Is it the crispy witch, the mother cruncher, or the fried chicken sandwich? Oy. Checker's not known for their chicken, I don't feel. Um, they've got those uh, uh, zesty fries at, uh, at, at Checker's. Uh, also, uh, Have I believe, you been to a Checker's? Yes, and I believe they are uh, in uh, cahoots with rallies. They are. But um, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> cahoots? That's, a, that's an yes. old guy thing to say, cahoots. That's an old Crispy guy witch. Guido, crispy witch. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. The mother cruncher no is the way. name. That's the of one their I thought sandwich. you totally made up. The mother they actually call it the mother cruncher. The mother cruncher is the fried chicken sandwich wow. at checkers or rallies, if you like if you wish. All right, you guys are doing terrible. Scoot, uh, <laughs> have you been to the one checkers location in West Virginia? Is that what you're referencing? Uh no, I've been uh Florida. Lots of checkers in Florida. Uh, lots of checkers in Florida. Okay. Yeah. Lots of checkers in Florida. All right. So uh, nobody gets any points. We're still tied 0-0 in Scooty. This next question is back to you. The OG of fast food sandwiches is the McDonald's McChicken sandwich. How much today does a McDonald's McChicken sandwich cost? Ooh. Is it? Is it 99 cents, $1.69, $2.15, or two dollars and ninety nine cents. Two dollars and ninety nine cents. I'm sorry, what? that's that's incorrect, Johnson. For ten points and the steal, the McChicken sandwich. What does it cost today? Is it ninety nine cents, a dollar sixty nine, or two fifteen? This could change Johnson's eating habits. Uh. The answer to Scoot's comment is no, and the answer to this question, I believe, is ninety-nine cents. No, we That's suck at also this. Scoot. We suck at it's this. Currently, two fifteen. Two fifteen at McDonald's to get what? the McChicken. Really? There's no way I'm giving up two fifteen for that thing. <laughs> it's delicious. Oh, of no, course, it's not. Of it's course, got you the, would say got, that. It's like the worst. It's got the weird mayonnaise yeah, on it, and then like awful. the one piece of lettuce. Oh, it's that man. thing that you liked when you were in eighth grade that you grew up and you were like, "Wow, this is something I really liked." All right. So again. Nobody has any points, by the way. Three questions in, you guys can't get a question right. Listen, Save your life. If if McDonald's is listening, I'm loving it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so nobody gets any points right there. Johnson, this next question is back to you. Burger King has recently released a new fried chicken, crispy chicken sandwich with a savory sauce on a potato You say bun. it like you don't care. I don't you care. You say you're saying it like uh, I don't you eat, find do you it eat ridiculous. I haven't been to a Burger it's King in decades. It's flame-broiled burgers. Yes. <laughs> 
They're flame broiled. But have you gotten so a you chicken have sandwich it. there, Scoot? I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not going to tell you because I think that would uh, maybe change his question toward me. All right, all right. So, anyways, they have this new crispy chicken sandwich uh, with a savory sauce on a soft potato mm, savory. bun. Savory. What is the name? Savory sauce. <laughs> what is the name? Of this sandwich. <laughs> You're basically saying a tasty sauce. <laughs> now listen, this is from their it's website. savory. That's not really a flavor. It's just savory. like, this is delicious. A delicious With sauce. Savory sauce on a soft potato bun. <laughs> What's the name of the sandwich? Is it the hand-breaded chicken sandwich, the king chicken sandwich, the chucking, or... <laughs> The savory fried chicken sandwich. I don't know, but I like chicken, so I'm going with that. I like chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's correct. Yes. It's the chicken sandwich. I love that. That's great. Were you in the focus group? <laughs> I was not, but it sounds like You're... something Burger King would do, doesn't it? I mean, it sounds very. Burger it does. King. It does sound very Burger King ish. Yes. I feel like this five points that you just got, Johnson, may I feel win like, you yeah, tonight. I feel like the it, rate could, that we're going. it could do it right now. All right, Scooty, this next question is back to you. The most famous chicken sandwich fast food restaurant is obviously Chick-fil-A, Johnson's favorite place to eat. No, KFC, come on. <laughs> no, chicken sandwich. KFC makes fried chicken. There's a difference. Anyways, the most famous chicken sandwich fast food place is Chick-fil-A. What was the original name of... The first Chick-fil-A restaurant, right? The original name okay. of the first Chick-fil-A restaurant. Was it Chickenville, Truett's Chicken House, Dwarf Grill, or the Little Chicken Shack? Uh, I think it was B, Truett's Chicken something. What you call it? I'm sorry. No, it's not Truett's Chicken House. I'm sorry. You're incorrect. Johnson, for 10 points... And the steel was it? Chicken? You'll be excommunicated if you get this wrong. <laughs> they won't let you go there anymore if you get this wrong. They will. They will stop sending you Christmas cards. <laughs> was it Chickenville, Dwarf's Grill, or the Little Chicken Shack? I think it was Dwarf's Grill. <laughs> that is correct. It was called Dwarf's Grill. Was the very first Chick Fil A. That's probably they probably put the picture on uh, postcards to him and and his christmas cards no i think this is like the story like if you go into chick-fil-a and sit down i think they put that story on the posters on the wall See, he's think, read the posters on the wall think yeah he gets you his, think or you just close your tea? eyes and said yeah you're reciting it in your mind he sits there and he sips his iced tea while he reads the posters on the wall i'm just saying it's something you would have seen if you've he been probably walks one. out and like like it's uh play like a champion every day he probably That's slaps right. the you picture of the Dwarf's chicken house. <laughs> he slaps the, the dwarf's house. All right. Well, congratulations, Johnson. That's 10 points in the steal right there. Gives you a lead over Scoot 15 to nothing. And this next question is back to you. In 2015, Taco Bell tried to get into the chicken sandwich game, but it didn't work out. They made a new taco with a fried chicken shell, lettuce, cheddar cheese, tomato, and ranch sauce. What was the name of this creation? Was it the stuffed chicken taco, the naked chicken chalupa, the crunchy chicken taco taco, or the ranch chicken crunch wrap chalupa supreme? Oh, my God. I can't even remember all the answers you just gave me. I think 
What was the naked thingamadoo? The naked chicken chalupa? Yeah, let's go with that. Because Scoot and I are chalupa. Scoot and I are, no, gorditas. We, we like are gordita fans. Crunchy. Yeah. Cheesy, I, I already oh, forgot cheesy. what the question They're was. Delicious. Now I just want to talk about cheesy gordita crunches. Yes! Oh, yes! You were right. It was the naked chicken chalupa. I would have gone with the crunchy taco taco. <laughs> It's so good the you got chicken. I should work for Taco Bell should hire me because those other three <laughs> names were fantastic. The crunchy chicken taco taco, they need to like, <laughs> that's a million dollar idea right there. But yes, Johnson, you were correct. Five points right there. Get you to 20 points. The naked chicken chalupa was the right answer. Current score is Johnson has 25 points. Scoot has a big donut. Zero points. A big, would you say... Chicken egg? <laughs> Goose egg? Chicken egg? Uh, yeah, not not so good for Scoot. As we always do, you guys need to buzz in for Final Bluff. Scoot, what is your buzzer this week? Bagok! <laughs> that's, what I, right. that's what I was going to do, Scoot. All right. Uh, yeah, but you wouldn't have done it as good as Scooty did it, so just don't even try. <laughs> Johnson, uh, so we heard Scoot's got the old uh, chicken bagok. Uh, what do you got this week there, Johnson? Well, then I'm going to go chicken. Chiking. Um, all right. So final bluff, 25 points. Scooty, you can tie it up. Here we go. What fast food restaurant makes this sandwich? A grilled jalapeno popper chicken sandwich with marinated chicken breast covered in jalapeno cream sauce, jalapenos themselves, shredded pepper jack cheese, apple smoked bacon, and a cheddar cheese sauce. So there's two sauces on this chicken sandwich, guys. What fast food place makes the grilled jalapeno popper chicken sandwich? Is it Wendy's, Hardee's, Arby's, or Popeye's? Bacock! Ah, Scooty. <laughs> Bocking in for the answer. Uh, I am going to go with Arby's. They have the meats. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Johnson, congratulations, you win. Let's get a guess from you, though. What do you think it is? Um, Wendy's, Hardee's, or Popeye's? I feel like this is something weird that Hardee's would do. Ooh. Sorry, that's incorrect. It's actually Wendy's. This is definitely something oh. weird that Wendy's has done, which is the grilled jalapeno popper chicken sandwich. Because it, it sounds like, Guido, it should come with complimentary, like, Tums or, like, some kind of <laughs> antacid that you take Here's as a- your sandwich. Here's your so pepper. you're saying that Hardee's <laughs> is known for that? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I mean Hardee's is um, known for that, but that's just because of cleanliness issues more than anything else at Hardee's. Uh, so, anyway, there goes that sponsor. There goes that. Sorry, Hardee's uh, or Carl's Jr. We've probably lost you both as a potential and your horse meat burgers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, anyways, congratulations, Johnson. You get uh, you get the win right there. You tie it back tie up, it up seven to seven, and uh, you know more about chicken sandwiches than Scoot does, which we kind of assumed coming in. We, right? I, mean, I mean, we, we did. That. We, we kind of already. I mean, as we all know, Johnson's known uh, in the South as Colonel Sanders. <laughs> yeah, he is the Colonel Sanders of this podcast. He is the. The uh, Chick-fil-A aficionado of West Virginia University Sports Podcast. Well, listen, guys, let's take a quick break. We'll come back with a segment where Scooty tells us something uh, that he read on the Internet, and hopefully we'll find it interesting. It's a little segment we like to call, I can't believe my ears. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Got Your Ears On. 
Tactical Legion Knives, a West Virginia-owned and operated company that specializes in heavy-duty tactical knives and gear for the professional warrior, the weekend warrior, and the outdoor warrior. Our products are built tough. For who? For warriors. Hey, Mountaineer fans, make sure you go on Amazon and search Tactical Legion Knives. And when you do, make sure you put in the promo code 25TOBRADIO for Tob Radio. You'll get 25% off on Tactical Legion Knives. All right, everybody, welcome back to Got Your Ears On Guido along with Scoot and Johnson. And don't forget, check out our website, gotyourearson.com. It's kind of like the hub of everything about us, right, Johnson? Yeah, it is the hub. It's still going strong. We post the latest show in blog form each week once it goes up. Uh, you'll find all the show notes of the stuff we talked about with links in there if you want to check it out further. And you can also click on the links to our merch store and shop uh, for Got Yours On uh, merch and you can also click the link for tune in to listen to the show right in the uh, website so check it out yeah check it out got your ears on.com well it's been a few weeks i'm sure he's had a lot of time staring at his phone while watching girls softball volleyball or whatever he does on the weekends so i imagine scoot has a good story for us this week and we like to call that story something like, I can't believe my ears. What do you got for us this week, Scoot? All right, fellas. This is a sports-related story. Okay. Not as crazy as you would think. All right. Okay. You guys wear contact lenses? We are. We already talked about contact lenses. Yeah, I'm a glasses guy. No, we already talked about this on the show. Johnson's 2020 vision guy. Okay, well, just answer the question. (laughs) Yes or no? No, I don't. No, I don't don't wear contact lenses. Johnson's 2020 vision guy. Yes. He's got perfect eyesight. I see the chicken sandwich from like two miles away. I, I don't even, I don't need anything. Well, uh, Kevin Kiermeyer. Yeah. Outfielder. Are you familiar Kevin with Bay Kevin Rays? Kiermeyer? I thought it was Kermier. Yeah. Yes. No, it's Kiermeier. Uh, really? It's Kiermeier. Kermier. Yeah. Yeah, I thought I've heard that. That's his his French uh, evil twin. Uh That's his evil French twin. I thought Uh that. Nope, Kevin Uh, Kiermeier. Outfielder. He uh, had to leave the game. Yeah, he had to leave the game yesterday, Saturday. Okay. Um, due to a freaky injury. Okay. Involving contact you, lenses. Uh, no, but his eyes. Okay. Okay. Uh, he had an eyelash in his eye. Which but is no contact lenses. No. Like, does an eyelash get caught in your eye if you don't have contact lenses? Uh, I, I apparently did to him. Yeah. He uh, said that he was. Uh, in the fifth inning, after first experiencing discomfort uh, while shagging fly balls in batting practice, he had an eyelash in his eye, and it forced him to leave the game. So first of all, if you're having issues with eyelashes in your eye during batting practice, isn't there some, like, you know, guy in some, like, New Balance shoes who comes and, like, sprays out water in your eye and makes it, like, go away? <laughs> I guess from what I've read here, it sounds like he he must have tried to uh, handle the situation himself, and he, I think he scratched, oh. possibly scratched his eye. Get that old scratch by, cornea. That's bad. Yeah, I've had that. So he is he is out, and I'm wondering if it's going to be. Uh, can you imagine a, a disabled list? Yeah, for I was an ready to say is he like on the ten day injured list now? Injured or list, yeah. It looks like Jesus Lazardo, who is on the uh, got on the IL for throwing his game his his video game controller yeah, across the room or whatever true. it was. I think he punched, I think he punched his desk or something like that. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I will tell you, I cannot, I cannot make contact on that MLB the show game. I just can't do it. Well, maybe that's what set him off. I'm just saying. I mean, hey, Jesus is a good pitcher, but he must not be able to hit the ball. That's all. That's all I'm saying. What is the uh, strangest injury you've ever had, Guido? Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I've had some strange. I've had the crazy eye injuries before, where I've scratched the cornea. I've had that. I have a great scratch the cornea story, where I was, uh, I was working on my house, and you know, like if you have central air, you guys have central air conditioning, right? And you've yeah, got I do the now. big air. You get the big air conditioning condenser that sits outside of your house, right. the big uh, yes. rectangle, you know, that that blows the air. Yeah. And so I was, uh, I was working. And I was demoing some uh, siding shingles off the side of my house and uh, over top of the air conditioner. And as I did it, the air conditioner kicked on and it blew like dust up into my eye. Oh, Scratch my cornea. I had to wear an eye patch for like a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, like I was like a pirate. It was awesome. <laughs> I mean, it got oh, me man. lots of you look cool with an eye patch things. I guess if, that, if that's a thing. I, uh, the ladies who love the pirates, they were after me. Not the baseball pirates, but like. The pirates from like the old yeah. Caribbean days. Johnson, strangest injury? Uh, I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't really have anything to compete with what Guido just described. I mean, I've you, had. You ever have any chicken sandwich injuries? No, like where you just. Uh, I mean, like. You bit your tongue? Uh, I mean, your, yeah, maybe. but you bit your tongue. You dumb bit your tongue, <laughs> didn't you? Cat got your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean. I, no, I, I mean, honestly, I can't think of anything. I'd ask Scooty what his worst injury is, but I'm afraid he's going to say the word groin too many times on the podcast. <laughs> right. No, 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 no. Uh, strangest injury? That's a good question. Uh, one time I was uh, refereeing a fifth grade girls basketball game, and uh, I was backpedaling to get into position to, to make my calls. Right. And uh, I believe I, th- I felt that I had torn my calf muscle um, only to find out that it was a cramp. Was it because the thought, fifth grade girls were like way too fast for you and you're trying to catch up and you're No, I was just trying to look cool. Yourself? Oh, backpedaling. Well, yeah. I so was trying I, to look cool I have a question. Like so did you stop did you like blow the whistle, stop the game and then like yeah. the trainer from the from the right. fifth grade girls basketball team had and to then, come out? No, I which is the mom who's the nurse on the side, she came out and was like, "Are you okay?" I hobbled for the rest of the game, but I was definitely looking left and right to try to find a replacement as the game was going on. I was like, can I find somebody that can take over for me? They ran over and gave Scoot, like, some uh, orange slices and, like, some, like, a cup of water, you know? When I was in high school, I was playing uh, one-on-one basketball with a friend who eventually became a priest, so I kind of feel bad about this. But uh, (laughs) we were playing playing basketball. And I went up for a rebound, and so did he. And I got the rebound, and I believe, I thought he was behind me. I believed he was behind me. So in true neighborhood basketball fashion, I went up, I sky up. I was probably, I'm going to guess, somewhere between 43 and 45 inches off the ground. Right. And I went to elbow him because I thought he was behind me. So I was kind of, uh, if you will, chinning the ball and went to – twist at the torso and elbow him to get him off my back uh only to find out that he was not there and uh that ultimately had me crashing down and catching myself and i broke a bone in my hand and had to have a cast for six weeks past my elbow and for trying to elbow a priest 
serving Jesus. So we know how that <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> worked out. Yes, I'm on borrowed time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, tough, tough, tough go at it for Kevin Kiermeyer and his dangerous, sh- dangerously sharp eyelashes. I guess. Can I still uh, refer to him as Kermier? No. Sure. That's it sounds the most kind ridiculous of like thing ever. It's kind of fun though. One hundred percent incorrect. I mean, no, no, you can't. <laughs> I think it's um, German. It is Kiermeyer. It is. I will guarantee you on that. All right. Well, listen, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. We're going to be off next week for uh, Memorial Day, but we'll be back again after that, talking uh, whatever happens after this June first deadline for players to either commit to the NBA draft or go back to the colleges from whence they came. So we'll see what happens. If you're looking for us online, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Just search for us at Got Your Ears or look for us on Facebook. Got your ears on there. And don't forget, check out our website. It's a great place to find not only information about us, listen to the podcast, but also find merch. That's gotyourearson.com. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week. You've been listening to Got Your Ears On. Got Your Ears On.